Kyle X. Hi, you're listening to Kyle X. Y, the only podcast about Kyle X. Y, the boy with the goop that everyone likes to drink. Slurp, slurp. I'm Sam, and I'm experiencing car crash. And I'm Jordan, your smoking hot cheese crackle. This episode. You know, this we've we've had some clunkers and stinkers and dumpers and shitters recently. Uh-huh. Season 3, baby. In a lot of ways, this is one of them. But in this a lot is... more ways, this feels like some season 2 shit. This is the episode ever. Um I felt like this, this was is one too... of several episodes of Kyle XY. You know how like There are blessed, beautiful, perfect, wonderful television programs where they do this cool thing where one episode is like 15 minutes long, then 15 minutes in, the episode ends, and then you get a commercial break, and then you get to watch a second episode (gasps) after that. A free episode! A free episode. This felt like halfway through the episode... It ended, and then we got previously on Kai. Let's why I was Nicole actually is, Nicole I was very is on surprised fire. at how much stuff was like resolved halfway through the episode. Yeah, it felt like the first half was baby, and the second half was hospital. This was general, general clone spittle, cloneral hospital. That's better. General clone spittle, clone cloner. <laughs> Nicole, I'm getting sloppy with my general clone spittle. <laughs> <laughs> I was cloned from Adam Balin's General, General Clone, clone Spittle. <laughs> Swap my cheek to get some clone spittle. Uh, this is season first... three, episode five, Life Support, written by Brian M. Holdman and directed by Michael <laughs> Robeson. When I saw that title, I said, someone's definitely going to almost die in this one. Who's it going to be? Gonna gonna chomp gonna... It. Someone's going to chomp it and get all covered with spittle. Oh, Sam, uh, let me tell you, though, let me tell you, I I'll allow it. I was I was on the YouTubes because I do watch this legally because I think that if I give them enough money, they might make a season four for us. <laughs> um, and I can't. We got forty five dollars over the past year. Holy shit. Let's do another one. Can I just give you an episode title from the future? Am I allowed to? It doesn't uh, tell yeah. us and it doesn't tell us anything, but I was just going on YouTube and I clicked, ah, let's watch this one. It's like coming soon to a theater near you. You're and implying the that I don't watch called, it legally, but go on. The episode was called The Telltale Heart, and the picture was Josh. The the thumbnail was just Josh's face close up making the smuggest oh under the floorboards. Oh god. It's the beating of the hideous heart. Grapefruit. We, we should probably address the fact that this is the halfway point of the final season. Oh my god. We've got five episodes left of our podcast, Sam. What well, the fuck is about that about? Unless well, the fanfic is good. Oh uh, my god. I don't know. Let if me I let can, me read you yeah. the upcoming titles, because they don't spoil anything, but they're very tantalizing. Yeah. <laughs> I know that one of them is called like Chemistry 101. Next week is Welcome to Latinock. Oh, I'm so excited for that one. <laughs> Kyle's going to be an intern at Latnock, and they're going to show him around the office, I guess. Mark is gonna, He's going to be Mark's TA. Well, oh the tables God. have turned, Kyle! Oh, yeah, he doesn't know that Mark is involved mm-hmm. yet, does he? Fucking nope. hell, that... What could the payoff possibly be for that? Jesus Christ. Then, yeah, chemist... Oh, uh, yeah, chemistry 101. Sorry, my uh, legal file says chemistry 101, but that's, that's probably so not correct. That's Julie Pleck putting a little joke in there. Uh, then Telltale Heart. My my favorite 
of this season's episode titles that I'm so intrigued by. The second to last episode, guess who's coming to dinner? Oh my god, please be Foss! Please be Foss! Please be Foss! <laughs> they put the whole plot on hold just to have Foss come in for family dinner with the Trakers. Tom, Tom could you pass the tuna salad? Oh, of course, Nicole. Oh, sorry, I killed it. And the final episode of Kyle Why it's called Thank You and... Good night. We're having margaritas, Tom. Can you pass me some lime? Quick. And he's like, No! You're dissolving me! This, uh, Mr. Uh, Dad, or your curry, it's so spicy. <gasps> Must <laughs> kill Dory! Are taking over. And then the finale please. is called Bring Down the House. So I'm go- I have to assume that Traeger U gets destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Innocence shattered. Uh, we need to talk about this episode, all, all these two episodes that we watched today. <laughs> the first one is called "And Unto Us a Child Is Born," and the second <laughs> one is called "Life Support." So, um, I have to begin this question with an, or this episode with a question. Uh huh. What is Nicole still a psychologist? I guess so. because because last she's we saw, been, she's been. Uh, psychologist equivalent of disbarred left and right she last we saw of it nicole's like taking apart her home office her office where she sees her patients for jesse and then which we will see in this episode that is done yeah that's done that is a bedroom like steven's like are you sure you want to do this it's your office and she's like we got to make sacrifices for our our baby girl jesse and she's like and now i will be speaking at a conference the do's the three do's and 300 don'ts of taking on special patients (laughs) <laughs> i i they called they told me they wanted an example here we go to this faraway conference with me my son kyle and my very special boy josh how is it going in the backseat josh and he's like yeah, uh-huh. she's, she's gonna give a speech at a psychology conference also kyle is driving does he have a license uh well he drove with Foss that one time so he's i know proven. but did we miss kyle getting a driver's license did we miss driver xy well what happened was he walked into the driver's exam and the the instructor wrote the world's most complicated uh parking problem on the board and he said anyone who can solve this parking problem gets <laughs> yeah they, they just they just showed him the clip of austin powers where he's trying to turn the the fucking well i think around. if you adjust the trajectory and jump the car you can park very easily <laughs> No one in my 20 years of driving instructing has ever has ever thought of this one. Uh, so Nicole asks Kyle how he's doing after all the bad shits that, shit that's been I happening. I forgot that Adam Balin died, by the way. Yeah, Josh, like, leans forward and he's like, eh, Adam Balin's died twice now. Uh, now, last, last, thing we, last thing we saw was Tom Foss saying, Adam Balin is dead, and you may not understand this yet, but this changes everything. Now, we've got five episodes to go, and I'm- I love that Amanda is seen. basically not mentioned in this entire episode. Uh, well, they mentioned Amanda in one way in the flashback, and it makes me very mad, but, um, but what happens is he says, like this changes everything and then kyle's like i thought that going on vacation would make things go from my brain away but then i had a flashback in the car and then tom did you think that did you think that things would go from your brain away when you said that out loud just now yes i thought that i would forget the thing i thought but i would remember what i was trying to say so we flashback and foss is like Kyle's like, I was going to tell Amanda, but I guess now I really can't. <laughs> it's like, Foss well, is like, don't well, tell he, Amanda now. Yeah, because Foss says, like, now that Adam is dead, Latnock are going to be coming after you even harder than before. Uh, and how Kyle's much like, harder is hard? Hey, 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 hey. 
How much harder is harder than before? They're gonna inject two robots into Amanda's brainstem. <laughs> we thought this would be even- We thought this would be even cooler. <laughs> Don't worry, it's totally safe. Uh, so, Foss- uh, or Kyle's like, oh, but I was just about to tell her everything. And Foss is like, well, no. now, now I put the bomb more than back. ever. Yeah. <laughs> now more than ever, if you, if you tell her anything and she is in your life, that just means that Latnock is, I mean, they're, they're basically going to put an additional robot in her brainstem every day until you join Latnock. It's the problem of the, the chess board. It's like two robots on the Monday and four robots on Tuesday. And by by Friday, there will be one million robots in Amanda's brain. Um, now, I've never played chess. Yeah. I, I, what? Huh? It's like the chessboard. It's the tale of the fate, the story of the chessboard. Problem of the, the chessboard chess with the with the with the rice or something. The wheat and chessboard problem. The, the wheat and chessboard problem. Oh, so it's one of the. It's like if you double it the first time, yeah. then double it the oh, second one time. One grain of one grain okay. of rice will not be big, but then. So Nicole's like, "Hey, Kyle, are you dangerous?" I've, I've never your... heard that. It, I I've heard that as like a. Like, the, the poor tale. man rescued the rich man's daughter and a said, tale. all I desire is one penny a day, and then twice that the next day, and so on every day. And but the guy's did like, you know that... <laughs> <laughs> that will never be a lot of money. So Nicole is like, wow, Kyle, you missed our exit. And then she pulls out a paper map. MapQuest at least exists right now. What yeah. <laughs> are you doing? This is your fault. Well, you say you say MapQuest. I mean, at this point, you probably would have been going to MapQuest to print out directions and Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pull it, print them out. She should have the printed out. Or maybe have Kyle tap in to make a radio map tracking. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're back so... at the Latnock safe house. Damn it. So, yeah, uh, Kyle's, like, looking at the map over her shoulder, and then we get the funniest car crash scene I've ever witnessed in my life. I did already tweet it on Twitter. Uh, We see that a woman... We will find out that her car uh, has broken down in the middle of the road, which... She, like... Opens? I'm sorry, that is not how that works. Like, your car doesn't... Unless she was already stopped when her car broke down, like, you can you can navigate it to get out Gotta of the middle of the Gotta get some road. of these smoky hot cheese crackles. I mean, that's why I was kind of wondering if she was Latinock the whole time. I was thinking the same damn thing. It doesn't make any sense, because the only way that that would work is if there was, like, a pregnant Latinock operative on every exit that Kyle could have accidentally gone on. You must give birth to your baby right now. But Okay, so what happens is she is, like, broken down in the middle of the road. She decides very, very foolishly to try to get out of the car in the exact direction that a car would swerve to not hit her. So she Uh, opens the door, the car swerves out of the way, uh, Nicole then, uh, it, like, clips her door, right? It, like, knocks the door, not off, but... He, he, he clips it, and then we Nicole, see them, like... Nicole, Josh, and Kyle do some spaceship acting. They go, like, careening down a hill off to the side, and, yeah, it is so clear that the car is just flat and Whoa! not moving, but they've just got the camera, like, shaking left and right. And did you hear the fucking explosion? No. 
Oh my god, I will I'll have to edit it in here, but oh I can my only god. recognize sound effects when they're the ones that they use in, in Half-Life 2, which is there, several of them. There is such a funny when the camera is like shaking and panning left and right and left and right. I think it's like when it focuses on Josh, who is just like vaguely making an intense face in the back seat. You just hear in the background, oh no, I'm gonna die. Watch out. Um, uh, so Kyle XY title card. We see that the car went flying off the road and down a hill. Everyone is, like, perfectly fine and barely injured. Except... They, they Nicole, crashed into a stump. I really thought this was going to turn out to be the plot-important stump. stump from season one, but it, it's not. <laughs> Nicole is in a situation that I can only imagine out of a fanfic where two characters are in a car accident and they grow closer and fall in love. Where it's Nicole so has funny. been, like, She's just vaguely stuck. In, she's pit. Yeah, she's just stuck in the car. Car stuck. She's car stuck. And the dashboard is somehow squishing down on her legs. The airbags so didn't deploy. No, she's which fine. Is but like, but like the the she's just stuck. And Kyle's like, "You are stuck." I, and she's to, like, "To I be can clear, the out. airbags didn't deploy." I don't mean that in a plot way. I mean that they just didn't they just bother. Didn't, yeah, they didn't doing airbags. Do uh, and then uh, this is where I don't understand what's happening here because we see we hear the woman being like, "Is anyone still alive down here?" Are you it's okay? awfully quiet. Okay? And then Kyle, no one is like. Yeah, they like yeah, Kyle, Josh, and Nicole all just like freeze on the spot, and Nicole is like, "I'm okay, Kyle. I'm just stuck. So we'll have to Car wait stuck. till someone gets here." But oh no, there's no cell reception, and there's and the only woman one at the top car. of the hill. The woman at the top of the hill is like, "Hey, like, are you okay? Really like, did you all out? die? Did hello, die? hello." And they're just like we looking don't at know each for other, sure like that this woman is a Tlatnock mm. and that they did this on purpose. Is is it safe to reassure her that she didn't just watch three people die because of her? And Nicole like silently nods to Kyle. She's like, and Kyle's like, she's like, Kyle, okay. are you, Kyle, are you down there? And he's like, Wait a minute. She's like, Kyle, no, it's okay. Goes, you're famous he, from TV. Kyle goes back up the hill, and he's like, Hey, we're okay. We're all okay. And she's this like, Oh, thank is... God. If all three of you had died, that would have been a real downer for me. And this woman is turbo pregnant. Oh boy, boy, mama. <laughs> no. She's so big. Uh, oh, she's... mama, someone's got on her this pregnant woman, belly. I'm going to be honest. This woman is so much like Andy that I was really confused. And I thought that this might have been like some kind of Andy adjacent drama. Because she's really oh, just. Oh, no, acts... we've driven through a time portal. Yeah, like she. She kind of acts like if Andy went into the future and she really got does. I didn't notice it until you. But yeah, I I couldn't she, put my finger on what is so why annoying. Why am I her. so turned on right now? So she is like, "Oh, good, you're not dead, so you can help me move my car." Mm. Uh, it broke down. And oh, I'm we pregnant. need to talk about the other really disgusting thing about about Gretchen besides her big pregnant belly, which is really gross. Sorry, I hate the <laughs> yeah, I don't birth. know why you said <laughs> pregnancy is. Awful, and I wish. Let's that just humans... get this one thing on the record. Let me let me just get this straight. I wish all humans were born in a beautiful, perfect tank, and we had no belly buttons. I, this I is will an abomination. agree with that. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think that pregnancy is no, disgusting or, or an abomination, but it I'm is anti- undeniably <laughs> inferior to yeah. what made Kyle. Yes, just like I'm a filthy nine monther. This woman is a filthy human submarine. <laughs> but uh-huh. uh, the thing I was going to say is that this woman keeps calling Kyle her little bunny and i just think that's so gross and really weird and creepy and it made me really uncomfortable why is she calling him that i don't know because he's hopping 
Did you not notice that he was hopping? It's because he's he's just constantly blasting out babies of his own. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say little little poo poo pellets. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop. I gotta uh, eat this hay. My nose is yeah, twitching that, all the time. That's that's how rabbits work. Is that they're just constantly just just shitting out they're babies dividing. all they're day every day. They're dividing. So uh, she's gonna start pushing the car, and Kyle's like, "You're pregnant. I can push it." Also, ladies on Epic. first, my lady. And then he picks uh, up the car and he puts it back on the fucking road. Nice. She mentions a very important uh, plot point, which is that nobody ever drives on this road. At this point, I did have to check the previous episode where Kyle and Jesse found, like, that old abandoned highway. Because yeah. I was like, oh my this god, is, is that road. the... No, it's not. It's just uh, one of Seattle's famous abandoned roads. Now, I got a little, a little miffed at this. Yeah. Where she starts having a contraction... And Kyle's like, oh, are you okay? And she says, don't worry, it's just Braxton Hicks. And Kyle's like, oh, is that your baby's name? And I just, the the number of things that Kyle knows, like the only things that we've ever seen him not knowing are like idioms. The only like, thing. He famously I- <laughs> saved a, a, an architecture firm millions of dollars by telling these professional architects like, oh, you put the support beam there in the wrong place. You should put it there instead. And they're like, oh, thank you, sir. I had no I idea. I have experienced the, the totality of human tragedy, but my critical flaw is that I hate women. But the one thing that he somehow never learned is Braxton Hicks contractions. I I know what those are. That's it's, not okay that I know something that really Kyle doesn't know. It would be really cringe if one of the two hosts of this podcast hadn't heard of those until today. Uh, Kyle's like, oh, you're, she's like, it's okay, I'm gonna start walking back to go find help, and Kyle's like, you're pregnant, you can't do that, and she says, it's good, I'm good, and then, and then you hear, uh, like, gentle water spilling dot, sploosh, MP, yeah, sploosh dot mp3s, and she gives birth, and it goes, sploosh, she gives birth, huh? No, her water breaks, and it goes, sploosh, and then she gives birth, and it goes, kaboom! <laughs> Uh, and then Kyle looks behind her, and there's six silver rupees. Lori goes and talks to Jesse, who is once again fully, I hate this shit. fully hey, sick. Oh, before Lori- before we address this, before we get into yeah. this, it is critical that we remind the listeners that Jesse and Lori uh, put aside their differences several episodes ago. I think that was in season two, wasn't it? When she cut the- when she cut her hair before uh, Brian Taylor came over. Yeah. So, like, Jesse and Lori have, like, been friends. Well, Sam, I have two words for you that will explain this perfectly. And actually, it helps because they're the same word. Ready? Friends. Friends. No. If you say those words, it means that the next week you could hate each other's guts. The will Lori they won't sits say down on Jesse's bed. The room is fully furnished. It's her bedroom now. Jesse is like, do not sit on my bed. I like to keep my hospital corners in line. Jesse is full on sicko again. Like she is making okay, Jesse is full on sicko. She's making angry Lori, sicko face again. You know when you know how Mark was like, I really like how mature you are. You really <laughs> remind me of a woman. Lori <laughs> uh, is like, I will be dedicated to dematuring because they're basically having like Bart and Lisa conflict this week. Dad, Dad, Steven. Yeah, Jesse. Like Jesse is. I think Lori comes in to say like, "Oh, here's your laundry basket or something." Is that right? I don't yeah, remember. she brings in the laundry. She's looking, and then Jesse's, Jesse's like, like folding her laundry, and Lori's like, "Hey, that's my shirt." And Jesse's like, yeah. "Oh, well, you never wear it anymore, and also it looks better on me anyway, so I just took it." 
And then and then Lori's like, you can't just take my stuff. And then she's like, that's mine. And then Jesse's like, well, who bought it? Actually, I think if you look at the receipts, Nicole is the one who bought your clothes for you. Right, and she gave it to you, and that means that it's not yours. Yeah, and then and then Jesse and Lori are like, give me that shirt, you dumb idiot. And then they, and they pull on it. it. Oh, no. And, and then she goes, oh, Dad! No. I, Dad! Yeah, I gotta say, as much as Lori is sort of... The, this episode, they really, like, over the course of it, kind of cast Lori as, like, the, you know, I, you know, I guess I was being pretty immature. But, like, Lori walks into Jesse's room, who she has been, like, perfectly nice to, and they've been getting along. And she's like, oh, here's, here's your laundry. And she sits down on the bed, and Jesse's like, fuck you, you fucking I've cave been very- woman. I've been very mad at you. And I still am. And then she sees that Jesse's just stealing her clothes. And Lori Lori's like, wait, I'm sorry. What what is your fucking boundaries that I'm not allowed to sit on your bed, but you're allowed to like go through my clothes and take them and, and then, then Steven comes and then in and insult he's like, me. Girls, girls, stop fighting. Let's all get along. Lori didn't fucking do anything wrong here. No, but she's still the she's still a fault. Yeah, so um, Steve, yeah, Steven is like watching them fight. They're like yelling at each other, and no, like you can't tell what anyone's saying because they're just both yelling. And Steven's like, oh, "Girls, am I right? Ladies, females." And then they both and then storm out of the room, and that's that. Josh comes up and he's like, "Kyle, what are you doing up here with the ghost of my girlfriend from the future? After I get her pregnant, I'm the baby daddy." <gasps> and Kyle's just like, like in the show, baby daddy. Kyle's like, I am making an effort to repair this woman's automobile to get her to a doctor emporium okay. before she delivers the child. Okay. The way that me, the way that Gretchen, we don't actually know her name yet, but her name is Gretchen. Yeah. The way that she responds to what Kyle says is so like TV dialogue, dialogue. No, it's just it's just pervert dialogue. I just I could. Here is what she says. It was so tv speak that i couldn't understand a word of it here's what she i says. gotta pull out my dialect dictionary to yeah, trans- translate tv snark to english she yeah, says i'll try i'll try check it bunny no offense you're cute as a uh, bunny but i'm the reject ugh. from the macy's parade i think i know if i'm going into labor all right so she says check it underage boy who i think is cute you're as cute as an underage boy but i'm so big and swollen with human life in my tummy Ugh! that i i feel like i definitely know if i was about to give birth and then kyle's like no you imbecile woman you are wrong i i don't says, i also the, the the logic of i i'm i'm very pregnant so i would know if i'm going into labor you're having braxton hicks contractions <laughs> that's the, she introduces herself as gretchen the classic name that a that a that a young mother would have in 2007 whatever I, says, I don't think gretchen is that is that egregious? I think Gretchen was a Secret Life extra name, and I think on Secret Life you did have a fucking problem. Okay, with but it, she's so also an adult. She... I don't know how old is she supposed she to be. She looks like she's she in her to... like mid twenties to me. I thought she was supposed to. I thought she was supposed to be like a young mother. I mean, she is young, like, but I don't... she's not like a teen mom. And then she's like, "My name is Gretchen. Gretchen Jensen, top of the leaderboard in G Force." <laughs> and Josh is like, "What? Gretchen Force?" <laughs> The G stands for Gretchen Force Extreme! And then, uh, Kyle... <laughs> she's 35 weeks pregnant, so she's, like, real, real round! Did you enjoy my notes? Is that why you're laughing? The, yeah. The fetus is the... <laughs> Secret Life fanfic voice. The fetus is the size of a grapefruit! 
<laughs> she says she's 35 weeks pregnant and she's not due for another month. And Kyle says, what? oh, man, I got some bad news for you about your baby's <laughs> intelligence. Let me tell you what fruit is most comparable to the size of your baby. You gotta hold that thing in for as long as possible. <laughs> for, for best results, wait wait 15 more years before you let that one go. I'm, I promise it'll be worth it. I'm being cinema sensey again, but Kyle's like, mm-hmm. oh, if your water breaks, that means that you're going to be giving birth between 2 and 24 hours from now. And I just don't know why he knows that, but he doesn't know about Braxton Hicks' contract. The encyclopedia stuck together at some point around <laughs> the letter B. I just missed a bunch of things. I also I also don't know who Barbara Bush is. <laughs> Who's Barbara Streisand? <laughs> who is Barbara Streisand and what are Braxton Hicks' contracts? I don't you've know. You've seen that fucking comic, right? No. Oh my god. It's one of those, like, eh, back in my day, we had real conversations. And it's like, it's like conversations now and it's four people sitting at a table all looking at their phones and then it's like conversations in the past and the people are like oh how old is barbara streisand i think she's 72 really wow (laughs) who's barbara streisand i have experienced the whole of human tragedy but i do not know anything that happened around letters b r to b u (laughs) So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who Bush is, and I don't know who what Braxton Hicks is. Help. So uh, Josh tells Gretchen that Kyle is an expert in wood births. If you know what I mean. Oh, that was that was pretty funny. I liked that. Yeah. Wood births. My my birth was a strange something, and a snake was. I don't remember what the opening monologue. The snake was, was my dad, and the, the circumstances was my of mom. my birth were unusual, or something like that. Kyle, uh, Kyle's like Kyle said as like, oh, uh, our mom is in the car on the hill, and Gretchen's like, oh, stuck. you should get her because she's God. had a baby. Uh, Kyle leaves, and, then Kyle, and Josh is like, You really remind me of someone, but I don't know who because she's not on the show anymore! Uh, yeah, he's like trying to make conversation with her. He's like, oh, do you want some smoking hot cheese crackles? And she's like, those are disgusting. And then she makes epic face and goes, and I, I love, love them. them. And I, But the only thing I love more than eating smoking hot cheese crackles is playing G4! And eating super extreme spicy mouth sour candies! I love to eat those ouchie children. Kyle goes Kyle's back to like, Nicole, I'm, and he's like, "I'm sorry, you're stuck, but this woman is giving birth." Yeah, he's like, Gre- uh, "Gretchen is the lady's name." She introduced herself. I think we skipped over that. Uh, and uh, she, he says, "She's she's having contractions, but she's trying to hide it." But I can tell because I'm Kyle XY. I'm magic. Uh, Nicole says, "Well, she's definitely in labor, but uh, we should have some time." And Kyle's like, "Well." Uh, what does he say? He's like, I I can't go get help because what if she starts giving birth? For some reason, I'm the one who will be good at that, whatever. Uh, Josh, we vaguely established that his leg is ouched. Yeah, because Josh is like, I can go get help. And Nicole's like, all right, Josh, here's your magic test. Walk three steps without limping. And he goes, ooh, ow, ga, goo, ooh, ah. Name three steps. And then steps. she's like, see. Uh, so yeah, Nicole is like, all we can do is wait with her and hope that someone comes by because otherwise, Kyle, you're delivering a baby on Kyle XY. Gretchen is having more contractions. She's going, and then Kyle, and then Kyle turns to the camera and he says, the miracle of life. I feel the beating heart. This is a life, a human life is beautiful and precious. This is so weird. He, yeah, first of all, 
we talked about Kyle like saving the life. Saving yes, the life last of a week baby I talked about. Uh, yeah, and that literally we happens this of, week. I know. <laughs> so last week I, so I'm, I don't know. You say we. This is all me. First, I said that that fucking. Cassidy is my, uh, Austin Powers, and now I said that Kyle was. <laughs> Have Christian you watched this show before? Are you are you jergening Are you jergenating me? <laughs> I promise I didn't. <laughs> and you're gonna love it. The final episode when Stephen masturbates and then kills his dad, who's already <laughs> dead. Dad is alive. Not, Not anymore. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. So Kyle like crouches down next to her and is like touching her stummy, and he's like, "I can feel the Beauty. heartbeat." Which the is the life a- of a infant is so beautiful and precious. I know that you're I like preparing never... to maybe have to deliver the baby, but I don't think that you can just start touching this woman's stomach. I we are very close now. What was your name again? Uh, so she's like, oh, you can feel it? And he's like, yeah, put your hand right here. And she, she's, she's like, I don't feel nothing. Smiling. And he's like, cause that's because you're a nine month or dipshit. Yeah. She's like, okay, well the contraction's over. Thanks for distracting me with your lie. And Kyle's like, no, I wasn't lying. And she's like, okay, so your hands can do ultrasounds. Great. Oh yeah. She's like, if you have any other superpowers, let me know. Because if you could fly me to a hospital, that'd be great. <laughs> Look, he's like, he tugs at his collar. Oh, well, well, th- you know, what's really funny. You know, what's extremely funny is that after that, Kyle sends Josh to get some water. No, no, no. Kyle her. says, like, Kyle says, I'm going to go get some water. And I was like, oh my God, is he going to do a water bottle jetpack? Is he going to fly away? Is he going to get himself Mario. wet so he can float around? No, it's gonna. He's just gonna wet himself with the hose, like a, like in Latnock, and then he's gonna. I'll freeze the baby out of you. This is bound oh, to God. work. I mean, that's good, but I want you to visualize what I'm describing, where she like holds on tight, Spider Monkey, and he takes like two water bottles and points them down and just squeezes them so the water shoots Wait, out and they go what? flying like flood. No, we know that all Kyle needs to do to fly is be wet. So he's just got to splash a little bit on his. Shoes he doesn't need to be can... wet. He needs the ground to be wet. So he just pours a little on the gr- well. Guess what? Gretchen just wet the ground with her exploding. Oh, water. Can you stand right here? Oh, right. No, uh, just a little to your left. Yep. Uh, no. Yep, Wait. Yep, you want yep, me to stand? Puddle, all- yep. 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 Don't worry Whoosh. about. Whoosh. <laughs> so then Kyle's like, Josh. I know we have no cell signal, but can you call Jesse? And he's like, I don't know about that. Kyle walks back down the hill, uh, and or no, no, no. Oh, sorry, not down the hill. He like walks down the roads until uh, until they can't see him anymore. And he's, like, trying to psychically contact Jesse. Uh, I know that, that the whole thing is that there's that this is the road that nobody uses, but it really bothers me that he decides to, like, do his, like, psychic meditation to contact Jesse while standing directly in the middle of the road. <laughs> what if another, another car with another Nicole and Kyle and Josh comes up and they We're see- We're off to that psychology <laughs> convention. I heard that terrible therapist Nicole is going to speak there. It's going to be so fucking Keith, funny. Keith, look out! Ah! <laughs> Keith, Keith XY, why are we letting you drive? And then the, the boy's like, oh no, nectarine! <laughs> Uh, so Kyle tries to mentally send Jesse the clip that I posted of their funny car crash, but he's like, I wonder if she will be able to pick it up from so far away. And this is the funniest this red rum so shit I've ever seen good. in my life. This rules. This is so sh- fucking good. Lori and Steven and Jesse, or no, sorry, Steven and Jesse fun. are playing Scrabble and Lori sees them. Steven's like, oh, I'm just trying to keep her busy so you don't fight with her, but you can join us if you want. And Lori's like, no, she probably cheats. 
Oh, she cheats by just existing. I don't know why Steven's even bothering. I mean, she cheats by getting word tips from Kyle because we see her have like a like, oh, my head. Whoa. Anyway, accident. Wow. Xylophone on a triple word score. <laughs> Kyle, thank you. Why is this? Wait, that's the wrong voice. Uh, so, yeah, she wrote out accident while playing Scrabble. And then she wrote out like she wrote out stock explosion, <laughs> um, water bro. Free sound dot org. <laughs> uh, smoking hot cheese crispers or whatever <laughs> crackles crackles uh, so kyle, kyle is like returns from the brain zone and he hears uh the, the he ba- basically using his brain powers set off the car alarm or whatever down the hill so he runs back and he like hacks the car to make it stop honking question mark this is bothering me. This is annoying me a lot. Pshaw! He like reverse hot wires it sort of or something. And, yeah, well, he's going to charge up. So that uh, I don't know. So Kyle's like, you got to get back up here. Baby's coming. Nicole's like, all right, here's, how, he, that, here's how you deliver. Here's how. Yeah, Nicole's like, I'm stuck. And then he, she, he says, here's how you, she says, here's how, you, here's how you deliver a baby. I don't fucking know. Just, just pull the baby out, I guess. <laughs> Just, just rip that fucker out of there so kyle runs back up the hill and nicole then at that moment lifts her <laughs> hand up from her tummy to reveal that she is covered in blood mm, what you say how the fuck oh, would kyle not notice especially with kyle super senses. we know that kyle's a dog he would smell the blood also, we know that Kyle is fully capable of ripping Nicole out of the car, so I don't know why he took some, it took him so long to do oh, that. Oh, she's stuck, though. Yeah, but he pulls her out later. He just rips the dashboard out with his super strength. Well, He's very strong. Well, he didn't bother. So Kyle... Oh, I mean, it's all for the best. Nicole, Nicole was very specifically like, no, Kyle, don't worry about it. I'm just stuck. It's fine. So I guess... Does she, like, not know? I think, I think that what we are supposed to assume at this point... Is that Nicole knew that she actually Just was injured? Me, oh, Kyle, but the she, baby but she is didn't want them matters. to worry about her. The baby is what matters. Except that so. she didn't know about the baby yet. Yeah, at first. So I think that she literally was just like, well, we're trapped out here anyway. I don't want my kids to worry about me the whole time. I just won't tell Can them I tell that I'm you? bleeding. I'll tell you, there's something remarkable about this show, because Kyle runs back up the hill, and I was like, Kyle's going to deliver this baby without washing his fucking hands? Hasn't he heard of germ theory? He's going to kill that baby. And Josh is like, I got you, Jordan, my best friend. I got some hands. Yeah, Josh remembers that he was trying to become a doctor for one episode, and he's like, Kyle, sanitize your hands first. Well, his dream is over because Kyle hugged the cancer out of Andy, so he's going to go back to being like a homeless drifter or whatever he wanted. Gretchen, uh, football playing king in space! Gretchen has a terrible read on these characters, by the way, because when Josh advises Kyle to sanitize his hands, she's like, nicely done, excitable sidekick, which is just... Nicely no. done, disgusting porn boy. <laughs> well, speaking of how horny Josh is... Kyle like kneels down to get ready, and Josh. Kyle, Josh I is like, tell you. "No, I just lost my virginity. I'm not ready for this." I gotta tell you though, Kyle, like, like I've never delivered a baby with one hand, George. But I've never delivered a baby before. But I don't feel like you gotta get all the way head in there. But Kyle gets all the way head in there. He's like. He's trying to pull that baby out with his teeth. I'm going to make a joke that I that I really debated about whether or not to make because I think that only yeah. a few people are going to get it. Uh-huh. But uh, she doesn't, like, remove her underwear, which suggests that she's going to do a courtesy birth. 
<laughs> She's just trying to protect Kyle's innocence. <laughs> but the underwear, the elastic, is going to create sort of a reverse slingshot that will propel the baby back inside her oh, so no. that it can rest. That baby's going to come out her nose. No, the, the baby's going to be able to have another 15 years in the tank. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so, thank you for your courtesy. That's what's courteous about it. Yeah, so we go back um, to Jesse, who's having another brain moment, and she she looks at the, at the board. I was really annoyed at this, that she's like, Stephen, that word that you just played isn't real, according to the game dictionary. And we don't see what the word was, which is kind of disappointing. Also, Jesse read the fucking Scrabble dictionary. How fucking bored is she? Uh, well, she, I mean, she's a Kyle. She can just flip through it, and she just wanted to kick Steven's I guess ass so. to dust. The phone rings, and uh, Jesse's like, I'll get it. And Steven says, no, I'll get it, because I forgot that I don't want to leave you two in a room together. Uh, so he leaves the room, and Laurie immediately starts screaming at Jesse. She's like, ah, where's my soda? Where's my soda oh pop? My, where's my soda? Where's my soda pop? I'm gonna kill you. Jesse, Jesse, by the way, is like, yeah, I drank all your soda. I'm assertive. Deal with it. What is that? Like, Jesse is becoming I, Dio. I snuck out to the to the kitchen in the middle of the night and I drank all the chocolate syrup and your soda. Have you seen your dog, Lori? And she's like, I don't even have a dog. And then Jesse's like, oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Whose dog did I burn? So Steven walks back in and he says, hey, uh, has anyone heard from Nicole? Because someone from the conference just called to ask where she is. Her speech is supposed to be in half an hour. And she and they, and they haven't stopped laughing. They thought she said that she would be there a few hours ago. And then Jesse is like, oh, Uh-oh. no, my brain moment. Look at the Look board, at the Steven. Board. And all all of her words are like crash, ravine, ravine. distress. Mid-season finale. Tune in next time for those exciting conclusions. I'm sorry, but Scrabble is such a weird medium for this premise because that depends on the letters you get. When you've got a brain that big, you get whatever. What if she's, like, just not getting any good letters, so all the words that she's playing are, like, bad. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Crush. Distress. Occident. (laughs) <laughs> oh no knackle knackle what does knackle mean <laughs> I was try- listen steven i'm just trying to not cheat here okay uh, uh gretchen, gretchen says that she's about to give up on giving birth and kyle says no protect the beautiful child this is important yeah so kyle is she's like i can't push anymore this is too hard and kyle's like hmm i'll be right back <laughs> so kyle's like i Kyle He's goes like, back to the to the car and he tells Nicole the baby's heartbeat is fading fast and the labor's not progressing. And I then, am going to zap the baby. Yeah, this is a good idea. He notices this will not that the blinkers wrong. are on and he has an idea. I'm gonna electrocute <laughs> oh, the baby. I have to give the woman's belly an electric kiss. He's it's gonna give Gretchen option. the Lord's kiss. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna blow a raspberry on her tummy because and save the baby's it was, life. it was very, very, very well established in the episode Electric Kiss that the whole thing was that he needed to use his lips to minimize the surface area. No, it was, it was that he needed to give her a kiss to distract her from the, from the zap. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, sorry to disappoint you. Okay. We're not going to talk it. The idea of giving someone the Southron kiss while they're giving birth is too disgusting, Sam. Southron. Southron. Not Southron. Southron kiss. Hey there, boys and girls, it's me, Southron. (laughs) 
eh, are you going to give me the South Park kiss? What? That sucked. That was the worst joke I've ever made. Great job. That was the worst That was the worst joke I've ever made on any podcast I've ever been on. Yeah, so Kyle, like, grabs the exposed wiring of the car, and he says, I'm, gonna, I'm all charged up. I'm going to go welcome the baby to the world the traditional way with a tender kiss on the forehead. I'm going to welcome the baby in the only way that I know how, a tender zap. And then he, finally he notices, oh my god, Nicole, you're covered in blood. And she's like, don't worry, I'm I'm fine. fine. And he's like, okay. Go help the baby. So he charges Uh, up and runs back up the hill. Jesse is like, Stephen, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Say it on three. One, two, three. A radial Radial tracking. And then, and then she's like, Nicole, she tracks Nicole's credit card? I don't know how that worked. She's like, Nicole used her credit card at this gas station, meaning there's nine different highways she could be on right now. But Kyle would never take a wrong turn, so they must be going on the scenic route, which r- narrows it down to these three routes. And then uh, Stephen calls the highway patrol. He starts to tell them the thing, but then Jesse gets a brain blast from Kyle. She sees the Route 41 sign. I've changed the way I pronounce that word every time. And she says, Stephen, it's Route 41. And Stephen says, okay. And then he's like, are you sure? And then she says, there's something remarkable about me. Uh, Kyle then is charging up his his psychic ball. I love the way that he's like kneeling down. She's pushing and he's just got his hands like conspicuously held kind of behind him. Like, he's like, don't look at the electric CGI zapping effects. I've got to do some mental math by the angle of incidence. Give (laughs) one good push in five seconds. And then I learned from MacGyver. I hope that I don't kill your baby. Like I exploded all those light bulbs. (laughs) <laughs> how's the baby's head empty uh so kyle's like or josh is like think of something happy and she says haha smoking hot cheese crackles in my favorite game g4 and my high school boyfriend kyle holds past. out his hands like he's about to catch a football that gets hut hut hiked at him cgi electricity sparks between his fingers and gretchen screams cheese crackles cheese crackles cheese crackles so loudly that I she starts turkey. clipping i love my friends i love chardonnay so gretchen gretchen gives birth into kyle's electric hands and kyle says tases the look tases this the baby. you know we're all the same the baby might not be that gestated but he's slimy as hell I was thinking the same thing about how beautiful and pink and slimy that baby was. And he says, wow, this is like when I was small and in the tank. The only, he's like, I I know the one way that we can free this baby. We have to blow up Zizix, just like (laughs) Jesse. Gretchen says that she's going to name the baby dumb little bunny after Kyle. Disgusting. Uh, Not. I'm going to name the baby after someone very important to me. Jossum. She she's like, little little baby boy, I'm gonna be the raddest mother ever. Dude, this is just Jesse! It's Andy. Andy, I mean. Yeah. And then and then Kyle's like, I'm gonna go find my blood mom. And then <laughs> and then Gretchen's like says some shit about belly buttons. What was that about? She's like, I yeah, yeah, love she, that my as baby Kyle, has a belly Kyle button. Kyle goes to talk to Nicole, and as he's running away, she says I hope this. I hope the boy has an innie because Audi belly buttons are just weird. And Josh goes, huh, "Just be glad he has one." Yeah, I don't know why uh, he would say that because the best person that he knows has no <laughs> belly button. Kyle comes back to find Nicole passed out, and all I could think about was the "I think you should leave mud pie" sketch. God, Nicole, Nicole. Ah! 
All I could think about is the uh, the Price is Rice YouTube poop where uh, there it's the Price is Right and Craig Ferguson is going, Nicole, Nicole, as she's like glitching out and not giving a, a number. The good thing is, is, that, is that just as Nicole has passed out, the ambulance has arrived and we are only at the halfway point of this episode, folks. Much I cannot... They're actually playing a bad dream by Keen for anyone who cares. They're playing uh they're playing a uh, band of horses funeral AMV. That would be a little much. It would be a little much, but Nicole is still alive and Kyle's like my hands are covered in mom blood. Yeah, the ambulances arrive and Kyle's like, "Wait, I got this." And he like pulls pulls Nicole out and they're like, "Oh, great. Thank oh, you." Wow. I don't know why I didn't do that earlier. They put an oxygen mask on her, so we know at least that she's not dead right now. Now, uh, the rest of the episode is is <laughs> Kyle MD. I can't do this all on my own. What What is that one? Oh, that's the theme from Scrubs. From Scrubs? I figured it was Scrubs. It's me, Kyle MD. I'm gonna keep making this joke as the episode gets stupider. Yeah. Uh, so Kyle uses his good good ear powers to talk to listen to a doctor talk to Stephen, and he's like, "She's got several internal injuries, a punctured lung, and but good news, her belly button is still intact." And then Lori's like, "I'm fucking sorry. This? We're supposed to believe that that whole time that Nicole was pinned down and, a punctured and she's like, lung. oh, don't worry about it, Kyle. Like, yeah, you can go. I'm fine. She had a punctured lung." I think that her lung may have gotten punctured at the last second as Kyle was trying to, like, pull her oh, out. Oh, we there. didn't mention the part where Kyle shoots her with a bow and arrow. <laughs> Oops! My bad! <laughs> it was fucking, it was fucking Foss or, or Cassidy was like, This will get Kyle to lat knock. I'm gonna lat knock an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so... Lori's like, what did they say to Steven? And Kyle's like, I couldn't make it out. I'm lying. Which, I don't um, know why he does this, because Steven then walks out and tells them exactly what the doctor just told him. There's not a scratch on this mom, by the way. She's looking great. She does have a tube in her, but she's doing good. Yeah, so uh, he he basically tells them, like, uh, the doctors say that uh, they're hopeful that she'll pull through, but at this point, like, she is in critical condition, uh, Lori is crying for obvious reasons, and she's like, can we see her? And Josh rolls his eyes, and he's like, oh, why are you crying, you stupid girl? I like this episode because I think that Kyle has no faith in doctors, and I think that Kyle, like, doesn't believe in me- Like, Like, he's like, these doctors do not know anything about how to resolve this situation. It's very I weird. I mean, let's just, let's just get right into it. So Steven says, like, all we can do right now is wait and have faith in the doctors. He goes to do paperwork. Uh, Lori walks away for some reason that I didn't write down. And then Kyle talks to Josh and he says, I shouldn't have left Nicole. Uh, I could have gotten her out of the car sooner. Frankly, I don't know why I didn't bother. And Josh says, uh, oh, it's not your fault. Uh, but you can't just wait around and hope she's okay. And or so, sorry, Kyle says, I can't just wait around and hope she's okay. And Josh says, and I quote, then don't. You can help her. Forget her doctors. All of them combined aren't as smart as you. Kyle doesn't know anything about medicine. But if only there was a book that was the complete all of the medicine in the world in one one convenient volume. <laughs> if only that book was somewhere nearby. Uh-huh. How to be a doctor in six easy steps. Yeah, like that. It's not about 
like a vague just like how smart are you how big is your brain it's like what is your knowledge of the human body it's about training and not about learning you have to know things and be good at things well just luckily capital s smart luckily some (laughs) luckily some doctors uh luckily some doctors walk out of the room like well we'll leave our coats and id badges with a picture (laughs) of matt dallas on them in that room right over there are you reading my notes what no oh okay why i i I wrote something down to see how closely you were reading my notes i only ever like look at them just to figure out sequence okay do you want to read my notes huh it says, um, Elon Musk is the smartest and most well-educated guy on the planet, and I would 100% trust him to recircumcise me, and I love his cool cars, and I think that I should invest in Dogecoin. Love Sam Canning. Why'd I, you write that? I wrote, I wrote, Elon Musk is the smartest, most well-educated guy on the planet, but that doesn't mean I would trust him to recircumcise me. That line is in my notes to see how closely Jordan is reading them. So that's when Kyle says, well, Elon Musk is the most smartest and most well-educated guy on the planet, but that doesn't mean I trust him to recircumcise me. To circumcise me for the first time. I am not Jewish. So Kyle Um, is like, Josh, I would do anything to help Nicole, but I don't know how to help her. And there's no way the doctors would let me into the ICU anyway. And Josh says, you can't let a little thing like that stop you. And Kyle then watches a doctor scan his badge to get into the ICU, and bullshit, I've seen that one before in the season premiere. This hospital's gonna be empty in an hour, and that scanner doesn't do a fucking thing. What are you- oh my god, yeah. I was they like, made what such a point premiere? in the what season you- premiere of showing Latinox scientists scanning their badges, and it didn't matter at all. Anyway. So so the, so Kyle goes into the to the locker, locker room where, where Dr. Matt <laughs> I was Dallas really hoping has- you would say locker room. <laughs> Fuck you. So he goes to he goes to the locker room where Dr. Matt Dallas has just left his shift. He's done. He's uh, going to go get clapped at on his way out of the hospital. Um, and he's like, wow, this is so convenient. A doctor that looks exactly like okay, me and a lab the, coat two sizes too big. I look so like mama's horseshit. little doctor boy. This is so This horseshit. is the worst thing. I because thought he was at least going to put on a mask and like some something so that people couldn't recognize. Not even that. Not I, mean, I mean, that is pretty egregious. It's the fact that he goes up to one of the oh, lockers. Yes, the fact that and the, the lockers have like a keypad lock but it's only the digits one through four ha- for some and, reason and it's not explained how like kyle doesn't listen in for the like musical he tone. literally he just she touches the locker and he's like got it i'm in i i under <laughs> i know the number eagle vision i can see which buttons were pressed it was all of them because there's only four buttons no, he, liter- he literally just touches there's the locker and he like psychically is like Tell me your combination. <laughs> like, he puts on Dr. Dallas's ID and he puts on a big white coat that's way too big for him and he looks like Mama's little doctor boy. And then he sits down in front of the complete works of Hippocrates and all of the doctors. He's of the just world like reading, he, just reading one, like page medi- one, page Like, what two, is he going to do? Is he going to, like, l- okay, S for severe internal injuries and how to fix them? He's just a fucking them. doctor now. He just knows how to doctor now. This is all it takes. Kyle's going to fucking kill book, her. Kyle, all you got, this is the biggest kept secret of the medical industry, industry field. All you got to do is read this book. One simple trick that will make your doctor <laughs> out of business. Patients hate him. So I guess that this what teenage happens, boy thinks that he can do surgery because he looked at a book. So I, I was really confused by like, because Kyle like walks in. He's disguised as Dr. Dallas. Uh, he's wearing a white coat that looks way too big, and he very clearly looks like a little teenager sneaking into a fucking... But I think what's going on is that they're, like, 
these are like medical residents being yeah, walked yeah. through by like because 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 I was like, why is the doctor quizzing these other doctors? But I think they're supposed to be like residents. Because yeah, that, like, that's a that's a thing they do that on Scrubs all the time. Yeah, they're like, what is the? I tried to look the... up what this process is called, where the senior doctor is like quizzing the residents, but I couldn't find it. Yeah, so uh, so then we need we need goes, to I... we need to talk about a, a monumental moment yeah. because Kyle is on his third book. When another resident walks, I say another, when a resident walks in <laughs> and becomes the third non-white person in the show to get a speaking line. So we got Lou in the first episode. Valentine. Valentine. And, and now, now this unnamed doctor. <laughs> and he's like, you're not supposed to be here. Who nope. are you? You look like Kylix Y. He says, if you don't know it by now, you might as well give up. Which seems like a bad attitude for a doctor to have. Kyle smirks and he says, I know it. Well, I know everything. I know all of medicine because I read this one simple book. Steven finds Lori in the hallway doing the Street Fighter bonus stage to a vending machine. And she's like, oh, I bet Jesse could fix the vending machine. And Steven is like, Lori, you're you're better than this. You should get over this petty bullshit. And she's like, and you no, should I'm date not. No, again. I won't. Will they, won't they, will they, won't they, will they, won't they? And then Lori's like, listen, the reason that I'm I'm angry all the time is because is because everyone is always so epic, including my epic, extremely cool, smexy brother it Josh. It fucking kills me that she she's not like Kyle and Jesse are like super powered and heroic, it's and I'm just normal. Except even Josh, she says even Josh. Well, listen, Declan helped with the Matacorp heist. So, literally everyone except for Lori gets to do something, and the only thing she gets to do is date a guy who's secretly in Latinoc, who looks like John Oliver. This is a very meta moment that I don't know if they were intending. Where Why Lori, am I on the show? Where Lori basically looks at the camera and says, every single character except for me gets to do something, and I'm so mad about it that all I can do is be like a petty woman. I'm just gonna be catty at my new sister. Right, like, it's it sucks. They don't know what they're doing with Lori anymore. Uh, so Steven is like, you know, uh, this is, this is a rare moment where, like, Steven and Lori have a nice moment. <laughs> that doesn't happen very often. No, it's usually I mean, Steven last week, literally, Steven and Lori, I don't think, made up between this episode and the last episode. Maybe they did Friends Friends. Well, no, because but... he, because he talks to Nicole and he's like, you know what, you're right, she should be allowed to date Mark, and then Lori and Mark fuck in Jesse's bed. Oh my god. And, that, and that's the end of that storyline for Really the good that Mark, yeah, Mark did not get brought up this week, which is good. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, so Steven tells Lori, like, oh yeah, because Lori's like, uh, everyone around me is some kind of superhero, including Josh in some way that I'm not going to articulate. Uh, but now Mom is in the ICU, and I can't do anything for her. And Steven gives her a hug, and he's like... The fact that you're here for her is exactly what she needs, and me too, and and it's very sweet. So then Kyle gets dra- dragged into the to the like the ICU room. There's a senior doctor. He's like, "This patient is coming down with a severe case of COVID nineteen and is whinnying uncontrollably. Any ideas?" And Kyle is like, "He took the horse paste." That's my only joke for the episode. It was very topical. It's very Sorry. funny. I really liked hearing about COVID He on the ate podcast. the goo. He ate the funny goo and he turned into a horse. So he, he tells him about the patient. He's like, oh, he's a mechanic. Symptoms, blah, 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 blah. What do you think? What's your assessment? 
Uh, and then all the residents just look around like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. If only, I had read, if only I had read that book that had all the information on how to be a doctor in it. But then Kyle is like, stated longer. I know. If he's a mechanic, he may have ingested antifreeze. He may and have he has glycol poisoning. And the doctor says, wow. impressive. I've never seen a resident know anything I've never before. seen a resident look like a, a 17-year-old boy in the lab coat before. Well, fortunately, so he's played by someone who's like 26 now. Yeah, but do you see that? Look, this is the youngest Kyle has ever looked because the lab coat just doesn't <laughs> fit on it. And all the other residents are wearing like khakis and their shirts are tucked in and they got also, ties on. Also, he's wearing an it. ID badge that doesn't look anything like him. Kyle Kyle is wearing like a t-shirt that says, cheer up emo kid. And he's got a backwards baseball cap also, on. Also, he's in the room that Nicole's bed is in. And uh, Mom, presumably Mom. the doctor would have already seen him sitting around like listening Mom. for news about Nicole. Yeah, that's the funniest thing about this is that later in the episode, spoiler, spoiler, when everything's okay and Kyle runs in and, and is wearing the lab coat and he hugs Nicole and he's like, Mom, I'm so glad that you are okay. And then the, no one questions why this boy is right, like, like hugging. Kyle, Kyle, like, throughout this episode is, like, going back and forth between being disguised and not being disguised and nobody ever notices. This is like, Psychonauts Milkman conspiracy. <laughs> I am the doctor. I hold my doctor clipboard. <laughs> I am the doctor. Some people say that I should know what I'm doing before I start cutting people up. I say that's not necessary. I've read a book. Uh, so so uh, they move over to Nicole. Oh, sorry. Uh, first, before that happens, the uh, Dr. No Name from the locker room is like, Hey, how have, how have I been here for a year and you and I have never worked a shift together until today? So everybody here knows that they've never seen Kyle before, but they're just you going sure with it. You sure look like a little boy. Like, I know that hospitals have a lot of people, but I would think that the doctor, especially the senior doctor who works with the residents, would um, know who um, the residents um, are, um, 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 and that um, the residents um, would know who the other residents are. It's my first day, ha 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 ha. Um, then they walk over, they're like, okay, we, we checked on the mechanic, we checked on Joe Rogan, he's dead, uh, and now we gotta look at the last patient, Nicole Traeger. She was in a car accident, and her blood and bones exploded. No. What will we do? She is going to die, and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, so and he's like, like, he basically asks, like, any any predictions for what's gonna happen next. Uh, Dr. No Name says, uh, perhaps sepsis, and senior doctor's like, no, you fucking dumbass. Are there any real doctors here? And Kyle's like, I read a book once. Yeah, and Kyle's like, if her heartbeat continues to slow, then we would be looking at potential kidney failure, followed by more organ failure. And then the doctor says, that's right. And that looks like that's where it's going at this rate. And Kyle says, is there anything we can do? And the doctor says, well, we've done all we can. At least we can make her comfortable. And then Kyle says, can we rebuild the cells in her damaged organs? And the doctor's like, oh, wouldn't that be nice if we could do that? But no. Okay, but he says, like, we would need stem cells. And I was like, oh, my God, I know where we can get some stem cells. (laughs) Gretchen, what's that over there? Yoink. Gretchen, turn around. Uh, (laughs) I don't think that that's how babies work. No, I thought there was just be some extra stem cells knocking around <laughs> inside of her. <laughs> Shakes the baby. Milk out. Yep, there's still some stem cells in here. <laughs> you gotta squeeze the baby and oh, just they'll God. fall out, rig it out like a rat. <laughs> oh, that's the worst thing we've ever said on this pot. Well, we. we. The worst thing you've ever said. Period. We? Uh, so, yeah, Kyle, then Kyle. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Everyone first leaves all, the room, all, but Kyle yeah. stays behind. This is so ridiculous, this though. This is because my bedside manner. This is so ridiculous because, like, it is well established that Kyle can, like, affect other people's physiology with a hug. He cured Andy's cancer literally by hugging her. And Adam Balin was like, wow, perhaps with enough of an emotional uh, motivation, you might be able to heal people who are not yourself. That's amazing. But because it can't be that easy, they just kind of ignore the fact that Kyle can do that for the entire episode and have it be something else. And we'll get to that something else in a moment. Yeah. Josh is Um, leaving Andy the smarmiest voicemail. Hey, you know how you always tell me to keep my phone charged? Well, guess what? My mom's fucking dead and I wish that you were here. Yeah, he's like, you always say to keep my phone charged in case of an emergency. Well, (laughs) let's just say you were right about that. And then he's like, look... I don't want you to freak out, but I'm at the hospital and I've got to ta- I got to talk quick before my phone and then his phone dies. If only you hadn't wasted some of your precious seconds on being smarmy. He well he he should have stopped looking at like Charlotte Cam HD on his phone <laughs> in the waiting room sit and he had the sound on and he's like, "Oh, Charlotte, I'm in the hospital right now." I mean, my he is fully dying. he is fully Justin Strokeman from Cyber Seduction. He was sitting at the pool on his PDA downloading porn and emailing it to himself with the subject line good stuff. On on his mom's deathbed, yes. <laughs> oh god. So Kyle then is like walking through the maternity ward. He monologues. He's like, "I saved a life today." And he waves and smiles at Gretchen and the baby, and he's like, but I wonder if I can keep the scales balanced, which suggests that All he either wants to, to kill Nicole ret- or the baby. <laughs> All I have to do is wring the baby out for some extra stem cells. Keep the scales balanced implies that you don't want to one bring must, a life in without snuffing die. another one out. So One must die think to about what the you're other saying, to Kyle. live. I will hold the baby upside down and smack it like a ketchup bottle. Oh my god, that is horrible. The baby will be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. like Cassidy it's said, just, it's safe. It's safe. I put, Gretchen, for no particular reason, I put a forgetful device in your baby's brain. It's safe. <laughs> so, so, Jesse walks this over. Is, this is the most insane thing that ever happened, where Jesse's like, if only there was... They're looking at the baby together, and they're like, wow, were we that slimy once? Pretty cringe. And then I, they're I, like... I, re- I really want to establish the way that this conversation goes, because it's very important to the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So, he thanks her for sending help. He says, I wish I could do something for Nicole, but I can't. Jesse says, I don't know, Kyle, you can probably do something. I, you're amazing. And they look at the baby... And Jesse is like, oh, we never had a, a, a parent with, with us when we were babies. We were born in the tank. And Kyle's like, just a few hours ago, that baby was safe and protected in the womb. And now he's out in the scary world where anything can happen. And Jesse's like, oh, do you think it would be better to be in a pod for 16 years or to, to be born like this? And Kyle's like, well, it doesn't really matter. The important thing is what you do after you're born. And then they kind of look at the baby in silence for a moment. Wait a minute. Kyle has a brain blast and he says, Adam Balin's synthetic amniotic fluid. Adam used it to heal himself from a gunshot wound, which, correct me if I'm wrong, is that a retcon? Oh, fucking no. I don't think that, I don't think that was ever a thing. I'm pretty sure that that was just him using his powers, right? Yeah, and then Jesse's like, well, you know who would have some of that special syrup that we, the dark sticky syrup we all crave? Latnock, you gotta ask them. 
and Kyle's like, but I can't. And and she's like, well, I mean, this is, it- okay. This is where Stephen has a God, a heaven is for real ep- a moment where he's, he's sitting there and he's like, Kyle, all my life, I've been an epic atheist who loves facts I couldn't, and logic. I couldn't believe Re- it when he said, you know, Kyle, rejecting- I've spent my life respecting science and logic. Like, like, okay, okay, okay. A person who is like agnostic or atheist saying like, you know, when it comes down to it, I really never thought I would be there. But at moments like this, all you can do is pray. That is one thing. That sure. is a reasonable thing for anyone to say. But like, all my life, I have put my faith in science and, and logic above all else. You rejecting know, Kyle, religion I wouldn't God. call myself a professional quote maker, but. But now that we are sitting here, all that I can do is pray to the Christian God. And abstinence no is the only God. way. The only God, and also, you condoms are clumsy and ineffective, and the only true form of birth control is abstinence. And Kyle says, I might know what we can do. I might know how to get some of that goop, which I can then put in the IV. (laughs) He looks, I said George, Stephen looks at the camera and he goes, I need a miracle. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Again, Kyle is just walking around the hospital like... Like I just, will put my hitman disguise back on. Yeah, Better like look nobody away. is noticing him, and they're like, "Wait a minute, aren't you the guy?" So, uh, Josh then leaves a message for Andy on the payphone. He's on a payphone, and he's like, "He's like, Andy, this place sucks. I don't know Why? how you spend so much time Why in hospitals. Are you hanging around hospitals for fun. It's not because she likes it, Josh. What the fuck?" Andy, I I know I know you were faking your cancer because your hair never fell out. This is my new conspiracy on the show, Sam. <laughs> so he he's like about to hang up, but then he gets kind of vulnerable and he's like, I'm I'm just really scared right now. And when you get back, Andy, and then the call ends and it says, please deposit 85 cents. And Josh is like digging through his pocket, dropping his many, many coins all over the floor, and he's like screaming. He's <gasps> like, Wait, whoa, I'm not whoa, done whoa, yet, whoa, Andy! Oh no! Andy! And then Steven's like, son? He clearly has a lot of coins from the sound effects that they're playing, so I don't know they why were, he's, like, freaking well, out so much. Just The telephone machine doesn't... What? <laughs> the telephone machine! The payphone doesn't accept kid coins. <laughs> jingle jangle! These are yeah, callable so, cash! Uh, Lori goes outside and Friends. asks... She's like, what What are you doing out here, Jesse? And Jesse's like, the waiting room is for family only. And Lori's like, well, you're kind of part of the family. And Jesse's like, no. Which is true. She's not. She showed up like two weeks ago. She's she not just part got of the here. family. She uh, just got here. Like, like Kyle is part of the family because there's something remarkable. Like also, Jesse needs there. to say that she's not because otherwise she can't fuck Kyle in the finale. Oh my god. You know, Lori, I really think of you, me, and Kyle as as a family, and Kyle is my brother. Siblings? Siblings. <laughs> so, uh, Lori is like, no, you are part of the family, even though I try to convince myself that you're not. And Lori's like, I'm sorry for making you miserable. Je- or, sorry, Jesse says, I'm sorry for making you miserable. Lori's like, it's not you. I'm just a miserable person because I'm a teenage girl. And then she pulls out her guitar. I like... <laughs> This song I wrote about you, it's about how it doesn't rhyme, and also Strawberry about, like, ice cream and Avril Lavigne, Avril Lavigne. just two I things hate my that you love when you're teens. They put you in an evil chair, they try <laughs> to give you a real big scare. <laughs> 
dick land. What the heck, man? Sorry, the, it's just a habit. The chair made you say guy and goo. <laughs> but now you're out and good as new. You threw some knives right at the wall. <laughs> Kyle's phone, you gave a call. You kissed Amanda with elect- or you kissed Kyle with electricity. It made Amanda feel so shitty. <laughs> so uh Jesse is like, I don't like fighting with you, Lori. And Lori's like, Yeah, you do. You're so good at it. And Jesse says, You're better at it. You always win. And then Lori says, all I ever do is fight with people these days because they don't have anything for me to do in the show other than that. And Jesse says, well, maybe you should stop. And then they say, friends, friends, sisters, and Jesse says, Jesse says, don't worry, Kyle's going to fix everything anyway. And Lori says, gotta love Kyle. I mean, in a platonic way, way. Kyle's well, don't get any ideas. Uh, Hello, hello. It's me. Oh, I'm here now. No, oh, not yet, not yet, not yet. Oh, okay. you, I know Sorry. you're excited, but I Lori, got so excited to see my least favorite character. <laughs> Lori, I would say, very unnecessarily apologizes to Jesse for for like being upset that she was stealing her clothes and saying like, "Oh, well, you you look bad in them anyway, and get off my bed, you ugly loser." Like, Lori didn't do anything wrong. This is entirely on Jesse. I'm just like, I'm just thinking back to like. Not even a year ago, just sitting down like, wow, this is a really innovative, fun television show about like this clone. It's got a good family. Like there's just a lot of good, like there's there's some good (sighs) season three, though. (laughs) Oh, I feel better now. (laughs) (laughs) Groovy, baby. Wapiwiana, Kyle. Cassidy, there's only one thing that can heal Nicole. I need some of Adam Balin's mojo. I this is so ridiculous. He's like, my mom is dying. Do you have any of the goop? And Cassidy's like, you think that we kept the leftover goop? Well, we did, and you can have some. We scraped it off of Jesse and put it in a cup. He says, you can have some of the goop if you join us, Kyle. And then Kyle's like, you're trying to leverage my mom's death. To get me to join you. And Cassidy gives the worst ever argument I've heard. Which is, no, I'm not leveraging your mom's impending death for my personal gain. I'm, I'm just, just doing saying, that. You keep thinking that we're the villains, but you... All we but, ever did was kidnap your girlfriend and put a bomb in her head. He says, you keep thinking that we're the villains, but we're the only ones who can save her. And why can we save her? Because we are Latinoc, and we are all about scientific advances like Adam Balin's. So, that's why I am leveraging your mother's impending death for our personal gain. Look, I don't know why, but I was just thinking about how, like, Tom Foss had all of Adam Balin's research, and he, he was trying to, like, make t- heads or tails of it, and I don't... I don't understand that how didn't go anywhere. got... Okay. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, though... I don't know that it's the best argument to be like, No, Kyle, we're, we're not the evil, heroes. We're just... We're, we're the heroes. We have a miracle cure that can heal a punctured lung by injecting it into your IV. And we're holding it hostage and not giving it to the world. We're the we heroes. We're the good guys. We can have that goo to but you no, 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 20 Kyle, minutes flat. We, we are happy to give you the goo as long as you join us. We're the heroes. We're the good guys. Uh, but we can get that here in 20 minutes. Haha. Wink, wink. I mean, look, uh, I'm Kyle? not saying I'm not saying that it's that it's bad that Cassidy is a villain because he's obviously a villain and Latnock are obviously villains. 
that's just the worst argument I've ever heard. So Kyle goes into Nicole's room. He's wearing his Dr. Hitman disguise. There's no enforcers around, so Kyle is totally safe. He's anonymous in this area. He says, I will do anything I can to save you. And let me tell you, Sam, a shot of someone on a TV show injecting an IV with a mysterious vial. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Did we miss a scene earlier? There was... What? We missed a scene. Oh my god, we completely skipped over a scene. It was after Josh leaves the voicemail on his cell phone and it dies. What happened? Uh, okay, so there there was a scene uh, before Kyle had the goop idea, uh, uh, which is that he was in the room with Nicole alone after all the other doctors leave, and he closes the blinds, and he sits down next to Nicole, and he holds her hand, and he's like, I'm sorry I left you, but I'm gonna save you, and then uh, he, there's no delicate way to say this, but he touches her titty, and he uses his brain powers... And the oh, lights right. start he flickering. He shocks it down, and then the doctor's like, one more mistake like that, little boy, and you're out of here, kiddo. By the way, causing, like, a power fluctuation that, like, turns off all of the monitors and computers and machines in the ICU. How <laughs> sir, many people did sir, Kyle just he's kill? Dead. <laughs> he's dead! And, and yeah, a, a nurse runs in, she's like, code blue, code blue. Uh, the senior doctor from before runs in, and he's like, what the hell are you doing in here? Uh, the nurse turns the monitors back on. She says uh, her vitals are stable. Kyle asks, is she better? The doctor says, get the hell out of here. If I if I catch you in here again, I'm going to have you thrown out of the hospital. I don't know why he doesn't already do that. Like, it is what so is, weird that he's just explanation like... For, okay, but what is his explanation for what Kyle even did, though? I don't know. He's just like, there. there's something weird where, like, a resident that I've never seen before and who doesn't match his ID badge is just like hanging around alone in the hospital room of some lady who and also it's the he's clearly the the son of the woman who uh we brought in earlier because he was sitting with the rest of her family and he's and he's clearly not a doctor because i've seen him walking around the hospital without his doctor coat on but you know what the fact that he was standing here suspiciously in her hospital bedroom whatever i'll give him one warning (laughs) this may be a guy pretending to be a doctor which i think is a crime we've all seen drake and josh i'm pretty sure that i am dr vichy swaz uh so anyway yeah that happens and then he goes to the maternity ward and he talks to jesse blah 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 blah. i can't i can't believe we missed that i don't think we've ever done that before on any of our podcasts usually i'm the one who misses the scenes and then you're like jordan you fucking idiot you gestated for like zero days well, you see, this is why really we both happened. need to look at the notes. So Kyle is uh, injecting a mysterious goo into his mom's IV tube, which really just looks like he's going to grant her a slow and a sweet and peaceful and comfortable and gentle death. Yeah, uh, I gotta that, say, the, again, to, the fact that the senior doctor was like, this suspicious resident who I've never seen before keeps going into this woman's this is a room. Real, this is a real Dexter moment as like a fucking pop ballad plays while Kyle kills his mom. Yeah, I I am shocked that he wasn't, like, keeping an eye out, that he just let this, this fucking kid walk back in here and be like, I'm going to put something in this woman's syringe. When did I go wrong? Go wrong. I, I killed my mom. Uh, so the Traeger, we get an alternative rock ballad montage. The Traegers are sitting in the hallway. Kyle is slurping pink goop into a syringe and putting it in the IV. 
Uh, Jesse fixes the vending machine and gives Lori a soda. Cool. The seeding of the soda plot line pays off, I guess. This is so important. This is what matters. Gretchen's playing with her baby. Kyle sits down with Nicole. This is where I genuinely, no joke, I thought that Andy was going to turn out to be dead. Why would that have happened, though? Because Here's my reasoning, okay? This show has made it very clear that they love to put Josh through trauma to, like, make him become, like, a like an epic a man, boy. A real man. Kyle was talking about balancing the scales and, like, one life enters, one life leaves. And then he ends up rescuing Nicole. I thought that Josh was going to get a call back from Andy's moms and they were going to be like, I'm sorry, The cancer Josh. came back! Andy passed away. What?! <laughs> I thought that was where this was going. Oh my god. But no, Andy runs in. She is alive. She hugs Josh. Nicole's eyes open. Kyle X cry. Uh, he walks back to the Traegers. Uh, all of all of those things about, like, if we catch you in here, that was all nothing. That is just no longer an issue. Uh, Kyle says, she's gonna be okay. They all cry and hug. Uh, Kyle hugs Andy, and she has double remission. But then Jesse. She's not crying and hugging. She looks conflicted. She's shitting and farting. No. (laughs) Jesse meets with Cassidy. Oh my god. The clipping of that was horrendous. Jesse meets Cassidy outside. And she says, and I'm very curious if you were able to make sense of this, because Jesse says, I don't like being dishonest with Kyle. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, so last week, Kyle, or we last we saw him, we saw this in the previously on. We're very excited to meet with you, baby. Oh, we know a lot about you, Jesse. Yeah! And then, now we see, last we heard of Jesse, she's like, well, the only people who have the goo is Latnox, so you've got to ask them. So did Ky- did Jesse and Cassidy expect nicole to get into a life-threatening car crash and need the goo or were they just like we'll wait till something comes up something but always this is, comes this is up. the weird thing though is that jesse didn't suggest the goo kyle no, came but she up with suggest- the goo she suggested that latnock would have some which i don't know how she knew that but okay but um, i mean th- it it makes sense because that was the whole thing was that adam like did science for them and gave them his science like well, I, I mean that's what she says she says like if there is any of that goo, Latnock, Latnock would have has it, it, which which makes sense. Thanks, baby. So so Cassidy, I literally like, I don't know what Jesse because Cassidy's like, look, you weren't you didn't lie to him. All you did was give him a nudge in the right direction, and I literally don't know what he's talking about because like, it was Kyle's idea. Sam, can you? Is there any way you could make me sound like Batman here when I say this? Sure. Basically, Cassidy says, or uh, Jesse says to Cassidy, like, Mark my words, Cassidy. If you ever do anything to harm Kyle, believe me, I will fucking kill you. Oh, oh man. Poor we recorded, Nicole. We recorded our, How we recorded she our first, suffered so. Jesus Christ. We recorded our first episode of uh, Suicide Squad Zero to Zero today, and that movie is a fucking stinker and i cannot stand jared leto joker is jared leto anyway joker even in that movie i thought he was in it for like 30 seconds 
Uh, he's in it for like five minutes at the beginning, and as far as I'm aware, he just doesn't show up again after. I that. mean, that's as anyway. It's really funny. Like Jared Leto Joker is in five minutes of Suicide Squad. He's not in Batman v Superman: The Dawn of Justice, and then he's in the Snyder cut of the Justice League for like three minutes at the end, and that is the entirety of his Joker experience. Yeah, but I mean, his five minutes of appearing yeah. in Suicide Squad did give us about 50 minutes of discussion. <laughs> the Joker and Harley stuff is so fucking bad. Anyway, who's gonna give you don't a worry reach- about that. Who's gonna give Mike Subi a reach around, baby? Anyway, uh, yeah, Jesse, Jesse says, if you ever do anything to harm Kyle or any of the Traegers, I will kill you. And I did like, I did like that Cassidy is like, Kind of trying to, like, keep cool and be like, huh, whatever. But as she walks away, he's like, Jesus Jesus Christ, Christ, what a fucking sicko. I just, there's something remarkable about Jesse saying, I will kill you to a character on this this ABC family. She'll fucking do it. She'll do it. She's done it before. She's killed before and she'll kill again. And I I hope she does it. I want to see it happen. That'd be good. That's the end of the episode. episode. I don't understand what the thing with Jesse and Latinoc was there. Uh, well, (sighs) so... I have the immense challenge of naming the Star Traeger this week. This this Star Traeger award goes to a character who didn't really contribute much, but at least he was cute. Shout out to Gretchen's baby. Gretchen's baby, little, sweet little sexy bunny, Boykowicz. No belly button because he had no umbilical cord to speak of. <laughs> bunny Boykowicz. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't really like anyone in this no, episode. No, not really. Nobody was good. No. Everybody was annoying. Uh, yeah. And uh But the baby was cute and The slimy. baby was covered in slime and that really made me laugh. Um well, I have the very difficult honor of naming this week's shit Traeger going home, getting out of here. Um what the fuck is up with Jesse? Okay, Jesse was really fun when she said, I will believe me, I will fucking kill you, Jared Leto Joker. <laughs> but, like, why was she being so, like, needlessly hostile to Lori for no reason? Like, Jesse... Okay, like, like you don't have to get along with your new adopted sister, but Jesse uh, has a lot of making up to do with Lori because she did traumatize and beat the shit out of Lori one time, so I feel like she should be extra nice to Lori at all times. It, right, especially since she wants to be friends with she Lori. She woke like, up that's, like, today, that's well established. today I will cause problems on purpose. And they made up in a previous they episode, and sweet. they were friends, they nice. were getting along. And then as soon as Jesse moved in, Lori was like, oh, no, I hate Jesse. And then Jesse was like, I hate you too, Lori. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely do side with Lori in this episode because Jesse is just being completely mean to her for no reason. But yeah, they're both they're both pretty annoying this yeah, week. Not great. But it's got to go to Jesse. But I did. She did win points back. She's only like half shit Traeger because she did say, I will kill you. And the only other character who has said, I will kill you on this show is Steven about his ceviche. Yeah, saying I will kill you, we gotta give her a triple word score for yeah, those absolutely. words. Oh, God. That's the episode. Yeah, and uh, do we got any goose or gags on IMDb? No one's watching this shit anymore. Nope. All the fans are gone. They all they all switched over to Brenda's show. We're just here. I'm actually curious. I'm gonna go to IMDb. We're just here. Mind I want to see if any shop. of these episodes have trivia or goofs again. Empty, empty, empty. All the fans are gone. They're all off watching Secret Life these days. Watching 
fucking watching George uh, no Shervin's goofs in the next one furniture store watching amy and Ben oh, we get five. we have a goop in we we have a goop we have a goof in chemistry one oh one. Oh, there's a fun question. Yeah, what's the question? What uh what episode uh aired of Secret Life this yeah, week? Yeah, our biblical context, <laughs> our umbilical context. Uh, this was season one episode seventeen, Unforgiven. Which one is that one? Oh, uh, Jack and Shauna start oh, dating. Oh my god, you're too pretty for prison, Shauna. Oh, we meet Leon and Donovan. Yay! What a good app. Chocolate cake. Does that mean next week's episode is chocolate cake? Uh, no. Chocolate that is cake. the. Oh, oh, sorry. The previous episode was chocolate cake. Last week's episode was chocolate Woo! cake. Oh my god. Yeah, that was when ben, Leo explained to Ben that him and Amy aren't actually married. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's it. And someone forgot to ask for questions. If it's it feels weird asking for questions anyway since we record a week in advance now. No, it's fine. What are you talking about? We watched I watched the episode the same day. Who cares? Just ask for questions. It's not about when No, it's not about when we watch the episode. It's that we record and then a week later the episode comes out. Aww. Well, that's it for this week. Let's finish this up so I can Look, Jordan, we we're we're less than an hour and a half in. That's that's a beautiful thing. Why do you want to make this episode longer? Because I like to listen to what our friends have to say about our funny show and how they enjoy listening and entertaining with it. <laughs> that's true all of the questions that we get are hey boys love the show love the show if kyle was not not a question just a comment if, love the if show kyle was in yakuza what would his heat move be and it would be like essence of big encyclopedia smash that'd be pretty good be pretty good and the jesse's would just be Look, we don't need our listeners jesse would be throw a knife through the motherfucker mm-hmm. jesse is Maji- essence of sicko. yeah jesse is just majima mad dog style she's so not <laughs> Well, she th- likes- Majima is fun. No, I'm not saying she is. I'm saying her fighting style is because she likes to kill people with knives. Oh, her fighting yeah. style. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Well, that's it. That's, that's good. It. We we got we uh, got it. I think we got it. Thank you all very much for listening to Kylex. Why? Why? Let's wrap this up. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Potting Bros. Uh, I mean, you can still fucking tweet at us. We'll we'll still enter gauge. No, enter gauge. I just, I just don't understand. I just keep forgetting. My to brother ask for just questions. has given up on you. I guess all of you. All of our listeners. No, I look. I never said that we don't need our listeners. <sighs> you were nothing without all. I of did you. say that. Please keep listening. Uh, I'm I'm on Twitter at Posy Stress. Uh, I also have a, a another podcast called Zero to Zero where we just started watching Suicide Squad. By the time this episode comes out, we'll have at least one Suicide Squad episode out. It sucks. Not a good movie. You can find me on Twitter at Bradipus Rex. I got two other podcasts. I've got Kamarocha Radio about Yakuza, and I've got uh, Slappers Only about video game music. And the now Jordan, no, you did just no, lie. No, no, you I can't. Said that you have two I other can't, podcasts. I can't spend time out of our precious episode talking about Matter Meter lads. No, you got to plug oh your. Oh my new god, podcast. I'm doing this once and I'm not doing it again because it's just like. Sam, it's like 10 minutes long. Okay, listen to Matter Meter Lads. It's a poetry podcast. I'm not going to... I've really got to add that into our weekly rotation every week. Be like, well, I got to do Kamarocha Radio, and I got to listen to Slappers Only, and then also listen to Matter I just Meter think, Lads. I just think it's weird that you started a new podcast that came to K in a dream, and you recorded the first episode, and it's out now at Matter, Eater, Matter Meter Lads. 
And you're not even going to okay, mention fine. it on our Listen podcast. Listen to Matter Meter, lads. It's a poetry podcast. It's like 20 minutes long. We're going to try to get these episodes down to a tight 10. Mark my fucking words. Mark my fucking Molina's. Uh, listeners, uh, <laughs> mark my fucking no last name, but he works at Latinox. Yeah. <laughs> mark my fucking Oliver's. Um, but yeah, we li- we did an episode. We just basically found a random poem, read it, talked about how bad it was, tried to guess what it was about, and then we wrote a haiku that was about gun control. Here's how it went. It went, uh, Mr. Obama, get these guns off the streets. Oh no, my children. And that was the poem. Uh, so we don't do this uh-huh. normally, yeah. but- can I can I read you a phrase from the IMDb summary of next episode? I guess so. After burying okay. Nicole in the in the graveyard. <laughs> uh okay. <laughs> Kyle feels guilty for the accident and decides to win enough by entering a Latinoc spelled wrong inventors competition, a floating board, but jealous regular Nate Harrison meanly sabotages his project. Is this just a different TV show that we're watching next week, I guess? I can't wait to meet jealous regular Nate Harrison. Hi, I'm Nate Harrison. I'm Mark's best friend. I'm jealous and regular. I'm regular and jealous. So I guess <laughs> I guess Kyle is in Ladock and we're going to really learn the true extent to how much of a bumbling sicko they all are. <laughs> Look, this one's a gun that melts puppies into paste. It's really safe. <laughs> Oh, goodness me. Jealous regular. Uh, We have a Discord server that is uh, free to join. We don't charge you a goddamn dime to join our Discord server. I got, by the way, the weirdest ad from a fucking Acast podcast. And it was like, are you tired of, of social media platforms like Facebook where you need to add friends to meet people? Well, on Discord, you can just jump into a community Weird. and start making friends. Weird. I was like, what, what? the fuck? What, what the fuck? What? <laughs> that was bizarre. Anyway, we have a Discord yeah. server. You can just jump right in and start making friends right away. You can make all of our friends. You can read our really regular fanfic with us that last week we read the most fucking insane line from the chapter we're going to be this week that didn't make either of us want to fucking scream our heads off yeah sadly because this episode will come out next oh, sunday no, by won't. the time you hear this we will be dead we will have already read that chapter <laughs> we will both in our, be dead in our discord fanfic reading we will both be dead um it's so <laughs> funny right. because this is our final episode because last this week's reading that we did yesterday was so like fucking wild that we were all hooting and hollering and screaming and then someone i don't remember who just posted that line from next week's chapter, and it made me forget everything else we read the week before, because it was just so batshit, infuriating, horrible. It was me. It was you? You re- you did that? Yeah. Oh, well, uh... Yeah. Well, thanks, Sam, and, uh, yeah, tune in for that, I guess. Uh, we are always looking for new readers. You, you already can't, because by the time yeah, you hear you can this, come it already next happened. week. Fanfic ratings are every Saturday at 3.30 Pacific, 6.30... 6.30? 630? 6.30. 6.30. Oh, yeah. 6.30 Eastern. Gross. Um, uh, yeah, so the link to join our Discord is on all of our episode posts, so just come in and say hi and start making friends immediately. Start making friends now. immediately. Look at all of the cute pets that we have on our Discord server. We got a lot of cute animals in here, folks. By the way, you're not going to believe this, but we have a Patreon at patreon.com. Giving us money? Whence $1... 
will get you all of our bonus content secret diary of ashley jurgens readings we got the grant high school exchange program if you want to listen to that and find out what cyber seduction his secret life is because no one's ever heard of that lifetime movie uh we got the circle jerk where we watched the same episode of secret life 10 weeks in a row and high school musical is also yay it also gets you a mildly special discord role marking you as a beechwood bison ten dollars i mean five dollars Gets you a pretty special Discord role, marking you as a Beechwood pirate. <laughs> Yar. We're never going to see Beechwood High again. <laughs> I was literally just about to say that. We are never going to go back to the high school. I can't believe... Sorry to get sidetracked. I can't fucking believe how big a deal they made about, like, Kyle needs to go to school. Kyle, he doesn't need to learn. He just needs to well, he be went, social He went there one time people. and he met Deakman and now he learned everything about that there is. Except he didn't learn any idioms. Kyle didn't make a single friend except for Declan. Deekman. LK Declan. Deekman doesn't LK exist Declan. Anymore. LK LK Declan. Okay, Declan. Uh anyway, uh it also gets you a shout out in the podcast, and you can send us a message that we will read in Ben voice ASMR, ASMR optional, optional, Kyle voice ASMR, voice ASMR mandatory, ASMR. Hillary voice ASMR great, Josh voice ASMR illegal, Steppenwolf ASMR voice impossible. ASMR impossible. <laughs> Foss voice ASMR. Ah! Uh $10 gets you all that, plus an incredibly special Discord role marking you as an honorary Traeger letting you listen to the podcast live while we record it. People are like, I don't want to be part of this family anymore. I don't want to give you money. <laughs> Thank you. T- a dishonorary Traeger. Thank you to our $10 and $5 subscribers. Destryhawk, HK, Valerie W, Big Titty Goth, Tradwife, Colin Paget Arnold, Dan Big Challenges, Silva, Grass Dragon, Helga K, Jay Hauser, and Stephanie Karen and Tasty Sea Sponge. Thank Once you. again, I got bamboozled by the scrolling of Patreon. Cringe. Oops, we have a message. Oh boy, um, I think it's my turn to read, isn't it? It is your turn. This is from Big Titty Goth Tradwife. Which who? Which of our friends is Big Titty Goth Tradwife again? <laughs> That's Sophie. Oh, thank you, Sophie. Uh, this is a request for Hillary voice. Yes, I, we haven't gotten a Hillary voice yet. Okay, let's see what we got here. Quality. Oh, it's on Tumblr. I gotta go. It's from the only good Tumblr account, Quality Post. (laughs) Let me just get into character. My regular Jared Leto. My sim boyfriend woohooed with me, then moved into another bed immediately after, then died. Now he haunts my house, and every time I try to talk to him, he turns into dust. All boys are the same. But it's okay, because I always wanted him to die before me. Relationship problem number 24. Turned into dust. (laughs) Turned into dust. (laughs) Burger King ectoplasm. (laughs) I have a question for you. I'm curious if you remember this, because you would have been very young. But do you remember the best the best uh freezer treat I've ever had in my life was the ecto the Ghostbusters ecto cooler popsicles. Nope. Where they oh they had like a slimy green core. Ew. It was it was like a here's sugar a question. Slop. Okay, here's a question for you. Do you remember a line of Capri Sun gummy gusher type things and they were like clear cubes tr- clear translucent yeah light, tan those were like eating fucking cubular eyeballs yeah they were filled what, with like oh, red capri sun juicers 
Ugh, yeah, those were disgusting. Juicers. Juice me. Juice me. Yeah, God, those were awful. Gross. <laughs> Nothing more appealing than the color of un uncolored gummy candy just a <laughs> pallid grayish brown tan color <laughs> great all oh, right uh, and if you it, right? have some nope. if you have some nostalgic snacks to share you can go to ball pit what great uh, I, I thought that was it, but then I remembered a very important thing that we have to do, which is we gotta shout out our network at noisepace.xyz. Yeah! You can listen to lots of great podcasts on Noise Space, uh, such as, wow, a cool robot, which is now covering Gundam Wing, so I can't make the joke about, ah, oh, gee, Gundam anymore. Aw, oh, gee, I love oh, Gundam gee. Wing. That was the first one that was on Toonami, apparently. Yeah. Uh, you can also listen to... Fear baiting. Soft hey, guess what has, still hey, 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 guess what else has, guess what has a new episode, everybody? L-M-N-O-P about elementary. That's right. Welcome back, L-M-N-O-P to the ring. Yee-yee, L-M-N-O-P. You can listen to Middle Brow Madness. Josh, Josh and Kyle and Declan up on the stage. Yee-yee-yee-yee, L-M-N-O-P, yo. You can listen to the Sonic Shuffle. You can listen to special great snacks about Jujutsu Kaisen where the boy eats the finger and then jumps real big. He eats that big old f- nasty finger and he loves Ooh. it. <sighs> Chop. And then he says, here's the, the motherfucking, motherfucking fingy. fingy. <laughs> uh, there's a new Nightmare in Era on uh, More Dead Bart. More Dead Bart. You can listen to... um. You can listen to Jergonit, a podcast by two idiots who suck. Always good, always good to revisit Jergonit. No, wrong. Yeah, no, it is cringe. What's wrong with you? That was a. I'm very proud of that podcast. We did, we did, I did many years ago. I did. You did say love is like the purge, but all the time. No, no I you said, said that. that. I said that. That was funny. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> At one time, you got mad that Leo told his son that loving Amy is forever while standing on top of his dead wife's grave. Yeah, that was that was a little much. Sarah Boykovich gone too soon. <laughs> R.I.P. Forever in our hearts. Uh, uh, that's it. That's all. You know, not what, on Noise Space, but listen to Secret Life of Two Gay American Teenagers. I only shout it out because they because I like their podcast. Yeah. What were you gonna say? There comes a I was time. I say that's the end of the episode when you have to choose between, between turning the page and Kyle X Bye. <laughs> Kyle X Bye. I think I'm a-